thing a try. Um, today, since it's Thanksgiving week here in the United States, uh, we're going to have a live online bread baking lesson. Um, today we're just going to make plain old white bread. It's a really good white bread and it's a very simple technique which I developed because I was unable to bake bread. And I was, I, I was killing the yeast and everything which is, happens to be a problem that a lot of people have. So um, after trying and failing many times, I kind of developed this myself. Then I found out a lot of bread recipes call for this, none of which of course I could find during the time when I was killing the yeast. So here we go. I'm going to tell you um, the measurements of everything as I go along, but we're also going to post this recipe on our um, website and also on our Facebook page. Our website is Oh, uh, com, And our Facebook page is Mary Mac Bakehouse. So, here we go. First, um, I put out what I did. These are the ingredients I'm going to be using. And I'm actually showing you what I'm using so you know what I'm using. Um, I use, I like Robin Hood flour. Uh, I, I use a variety of different flours when I make this. Sometimes I use unbleached flour, but Robin Hood flour, I think, gives you the best... Um, end result just for a nice good um, white bread. So first we're going to put eight sort of cups of flour into this big bowl. If you have a really big bowl it's a great thing to use with this recipe because I um, knead right in the bowl. I'm not like the uh, cooking shows on television that have a giant countertop that they can knead their bread on. So this is um, the big size ancient Tupperware bowl. This is probably worth hundreds of dollars on eBay. I will sell it if someone makes me an offer. You can get nice big stainless steel bowls at Sam's Club. Um, some stores like Kmart, Macy's, uh, Kaufman's that have a really nice home section might have big plastic bowls like this too. The big stainless bowls are relatively inexpensive, so if you don't have one, you can go there and get one. So we're gonna put eight sort of cups. As I said, it's a little rounded up. There's our eight cups of flour. And this is just our beginning. We're gonna need a couple more cups of flour when we do this. So a five pound bag of flour is good for this recipe. Um, you're not gonna use the whole five pounds, but you'll need quite a lot. Then we're going to add in sugar. This is just regular old white granulated sugar, three fourths of a cup, three tablespoons if you're using bulk yeast or a whole strip of rapid rise regular yeast. So if you buy, if you say, oh, I think I'm going to bake bread a lot, then you can buy the um, bags of yeast at, you know, the bigger warehouse sales uh, places have it. Gordon Food Service, Sam's Club, uh, Costco, you can get the big bags of yeast, which are actually very economical because this little packet thing here, even at Aldi's, is around a dollar. Um, at a typical grocery store, this is going to be three dollars. For four dollars, you can buy a one-pound brick of yeast. And even if you didn't, you know, use it all, it lasts a really long time. So anyway, that's the yeast. Three tablespoons of yeast, or three packets. A tablespoon of salt, and I like to use um, kosher salt or sea salt. So there we go. There's a sort of our ingredients. Now I'm going to stir the dry ingredients up in here. Yeast, 
flour, sugar, salt, just enough to mix them up. Then I'm gonna make a well in the middle where our liquid ingredients are gonna go. See the well? There it is. Okay, now we have three-fourths cup of canola oil. And um, I like canola oil. I think it gives it a really nice buttery flavor. So that's typically what I use. Um, and then I use four and a half cups of lukewarm or tepid water. I'm just rinsing out my oil measuring cup. I get this really cool, this is an Italian measuring base and it has um, different increments on it. You can measure flour, sugar, liquids, whatever. It's really kind of a neat thing, so I thought I'm gonna use that. So I just mixed my oil and water in here and now I'm gonna stir this up until it looks something like wallpaper paste or the stuff that you use to make um, paper mache. And you wanna mix it up pretty good in here, try to get it all nice and wet and sticky, okay? And I'll show you what it looks like as I go along. See, it's getting a little bit difficult to stir, but you just keep stirring it. This nice flat bowl like this works really, really well. Okay, there we go. It's all pretty gloppy. And then we're gonna add some more flour to it until it starts to look a little bit more like dough. So I like to go with the spoon until I get to where I can't even stir it at all. And then I um, will go ahead and knead it. So that was one more cup. So that's nine cups of flour there. And at nine cups, we've got something that's beginning to look like a ball of dough. Okay. Now usually I have a butter knife to scrape my spoon off. But of course I forgot that, so I'll use my butter finger. That. Okay, now we're going to add some more flour to it. So this is one more cup, 10 cups of flour, and we're gonna knead it in the bowl. And this is how I'm kneading. I'm squeezing, using my fingers to get that flour down inside the dough. Now I'm just turning and folding that piece of dough over. Isn't it great kneading in a bowl? Seriously, I tried doing it on the table. Oh, this saves you so much time. And if you want to, this recipe is very easy to divide. So you can take it and um, make it. This recipe right here typically makes um, four loaves of bread, but you can easily Divide it by three because you use three-fourths of a cup of oil, three-fourths of a cup of water, um, or I mean three-fourths of a cup of sugar. You can divide it up easily and make it into a one-to-two loaf recipe very, very easily just by doing a little bit of math. See, you never thought you'd use that algebra, but here's a way you can. Okay, now we're getting about where we wanted to. So we had 11 cups of flour in here that we ended up using. There's about 15 in a five pound bag, so. Um, and when you think about it, the cost of a five pound bag of flour and that little bit of sugar and everything else that you use, I figured it out um, without everything even being on sale. You can make a loaf of bread yourself with this recipe for about uh, 
one dollar a loaf, I think, with electricity and all. Now we just have a little sprinkle in there and just get a little bit of the stickiness off. And it doesn't take as long to knead as you would think. It's a really great way to get out your pent-up aggressions, though, if you had a bad day at work. You can come home, beat up some dough, smash it around in there. Enough of you taking my pens. Actually, I'm the person that takes the pens, so that's really not a good uh, analogy there. So, here we are. Here's our dough. Pretty nice bit of dough. Now, I have a bowl here, stainless steel bowl here, and I'm going to put a little bit of oil in that for my dough to rise and not stick to the bowl. I like to run it around the inside a little bit there. Make sure it's not like a little lake in the middle. Okay, we're going to put our dough in there and flip it. There we go. And our dough is ready to rise. And it'll take about an hour and a half to rise. So you do this little bit of stuff. You can go do something else or watch TV or read a little bit of a book or whatever. Your heart delights. And there's our dough rising. Now, through the magic of video and PBS cooking shows, I'm going to just clean this up really quickly. And here I am back again, zinging rapidly back and forth. Now, here it is an hour and a half later. Poof! And our dough has risen. Look at that. That's what it should look like when it's risen up. It's going to be about as high as the top of a big bowl like this. So you'll know it's good and risen. Um, now what we're going to do is we're going to punch our dough down and get ready to do something with it. Okay? What I'm going to show you how to do is a couple of different things. See? Here's our dough. Looks nice, doesn't it? It's like that thing from the blob that sucked up that really cute little diner. What a shame. Okay, you want to take your dough and knead it a little bit just to smash some of the air out of it. And now we're back down to a nice little lump of dough. We're going to let that rest for a second while we get our pans ready. Now, I'm going to show you how to do couple of things, how to form a loaf, and how to make some sandwich buns, and how to make some dinner buns on this time. This dough can be used for anything. It can be used for loaves, it can be used for rolls, buns, sausage type rolls, cinnamon rolls. Um, this is a very tasty and versatile dough. So, I hope you enjoy I hope you give it a try and enjoy it. And it's pretty much fail-proof. Even if it doesn't rise exactly like you like, it always tastes good. So I figure, you know, why not? You can also use this dough for pizza crust. And I have a one of my podcasts, we made pizza, and we used it. So you can go back and listen to that, and we'll tell you how to make a pizza with it and how to put the toppings on. I, I like to use Crisco shortening to um, grease my pans. In this case, grease is a verb and a noun. So we're going to grease our 
Um, these are Airbake cookie sheets. I like to use them for doing rolls and buns on. They seem to not burn on the bottom as rapidly as a pan that um, doesn't have that insulated layer. And they're not real heavy, you know, to carry around. I really like them. I've had them for a long time. They last really well. Okay, so there's our, our pans are greased. Now, we're going to make our loaf of bread first, so I'll be a little closer to the camera. Just put your hand into the dough and pinch off a piece the size of, oh, that's not big enough. That's big enough. About the size of a small melon. See, that's about how big of a piece of dough. That's going to be about a one and a half pound loaf of bread. So what we're going to do is work it with our fingers, seal up the bottom there. You're not going to see this part. It'll be down in the bottom of the pan. So there's your nicely shaped loaf. Okay, and we drop it into the pan. That's our loaf, okay? That'll come out to be very nice. You'll be surprised. Okay, now for buns. When you want to make... When you're making the buns, I'm going to hold this so you can see it good. You're going to just squeeze off a piece with your hand, a little smaller than a baseball, because those are going to rise up and form a nice sized bun. And you do the same thing with them. You work them around with your hands until you have it like a cup. Then you pull that cup together and pinch it shut on the bottom. And then just set it on your baking sheet. You have a very nice little bun. And this, these size pans will hold a dozen buns. Um, and I like to make these for uh, sandwiches. Hamburgers are good for hamburgers. I make them a lot for um, parties. People like these. so and They go along fairly quickly. I'm going to show you how to make a dinner roll on my other pan. I set those aside for a second. If you want to make dinner rolls or mini buns or slider buns, it's the same thing. You just pinch off a smaller piece, like about that big, about the size of a golf ball. You're going to squeeze. You can probably hear the dough popping. You're going to squeeze the air out of it and do the same thing as you did before. If you want to make dinner rolls, <clears throat> what you want to do is put your little buns close together. Okay, so when they rise, they're going to touch each other and they're going to kind of square off a little bit. So you're going to want to have them nice and close like that. All right. So you can put, you know, however many, five or six in a row on your pan and um, get them nice little buns like that. Okay, and see how they're just about the size of a golf ball. Now, if you want to make a sort of a slider bun, what you want to do is keep them separated and flatten them. So if I were gonna, if I knew I was gonna have sliders of any sort, I'd make my little bun and I would press it flat in my hand. That's the same size piece of dough, and then I'll flatten it down a little bit on the baking sheet. So it, when it rises, it'll stay a little bigger, rounder. It just looks like a little mini hamburger bun. These are very popular. I mean, they're still popular, of course, but a few years ago, they were really, really popular, and everybody wanted mini buns or slider buns or whatever. I'm like, I used to call these dinner rolls. Okay, so there you see how we form the buns. 
Now these buns, sandwich buns and mini buns, will bake for about 20 minutes in the oven. 375 in a regular oven, make sure you preheat it first, or 385 for convection. You can bake bread and buns on convection, it works really nicely. Um, breads will take, like a loaf like this, 28 minutes in the oven. And what I do is if I have, say if I made four loaves of bread out of this, I would have the oven divided, two on the top rack, two on the bottom rack, you know, and split the racks so they're far enough apart. And then I switch them halfway through. So it'd be 14 minutes, switch them, 14 more minutes. And for buns, the same thing. 10 minutes, switch them, and then 10 minutes more. So that way they bake very evenly. Okay, now through the magic, once again, of PBS television cooking shows. Here are our finished loaves. Okay, as you can see, they're very nicely browned. A little oddly shaped that one is, but it'll cut really nicely. And they're extremely delicious to eat, as Anna can tell you, because she ate a piece shortly before we started filming. So, there you have it, from dough to bread. And this process doesn't take that long. Once the bread rises, really, you've got about two and a half hours total time into it. And part of that is rising and baking, so you're not actually doing anything. So, really, I've spent 20 minutes here making dough and doing some forming and stuff. Once you let it rise and put it in the oven to bake, you know, it's not very, not very long at all. So I hope you give it a try. Hope you liked it. And thanks a lot for watching if you did. And I'm not going to say the rest of that. <laughs> thanks a lot. We'll see you soon.